0: This is Mrs. Dowd's first grade classroom from Kyle Elementary in Troy, Ohio. And you are listening to. world, and welcome to episode 17.
1: Abby, how are you?
0: How am I? I'm about to crack open a nice, lovely beer, in your words. And this week's beer, Weyerbacher Imperial Pumpkin Ale, which is ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom, and cloves. Did I say that? Cardamom? What is that?
1: Cardamom. It's like cardamom pod. It's like a, like a spice kind of seed, uh, Indian kind of seed,
0: I think. I've well, never heard of that in my life. Why I'm drinking a pumpkin beer when it's not the fall, <laughs> when oh, it's in the crust of spring, is because I was puttering around my local grocery store, Food Town, the other day. And I've seen these beers for a while. And actually my my um local supermarket has a fucking pretty good beer selection. These are all out on, on display on sale. Do you wanna know how much this this was a four pack, but do you wanna know how much this cost me? Three ninety nine. And did I tell you the percentage yet?
1: Oh, I'm guessing it's in the high nines with you.
0: Unlike you, Luke, sorry to disappoint, but it is 8%. This is a (laughs) solid 4% more than yours.
1: That is so strong (laughs) for
0: I just want to also let you know, world, that I probably shouldn't be drinking this right now when I say that I recently have had foot surgery and I'm on some pretty strong painkillers. But I haven't taken one in about six hours or so. I've been doing a lot of sleeping lately, so... (laughs) Okay, do you see it? It looks a little bit scary, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that pumpkin. Although he looks like he's got a smug grin on his face, like he's just drunk beer.
0: Ooh, it's good. It de- it definitely is thicker than your two percent beer that you normally drink. <laughs> yeah,
1: like a fortified wine. <laughs>
0: Getting
1: pumped on the pumpkin.
0: It's good. It is very. It is good. Definitely, if you had one, you'd probably be very full. Anyways, uh, Imperial Pumpkin Ale, Weyerbacher, get it down ya. Yeah.
1: And sink a few of them.
0: I don't know if we've really discussed this with the, the kind people of the podcast world. So I have the foot of literally a 65 or 70-year-old. And for once, I'm not exaggerating. I was told that by medical professionals, multiple. So um, yeah, I have pretty severe arthritis in my right foot. Um, And I recently had to have foot surgery And by recently I mean two days ago Hence the narcotics that I'm currently on And so what they did was They shaved a bone off my foot That's not supposed to be there But is there as a byproduct of this really bad arthritis That I have Is it like
1: um, a foot spur?
0: Yeah it's like a bone spur basically So I had this done once before And if you've had a ping pong ball And you cut it in half Stick this on somebody's foot as a bone That's what I had before Oh, lo and behold, two and a half years later, what happened? I hate to say it, but it's back. I look like Frankenfoot. have this, like, gigantic, like...
1: Frankenfoot.
0: New... So I've been limping around. I had a lot of trauma trying to go to all these doctors, blah, blah. I'm going to cut all that short and just say, long story short, so that just, like, saw off this bone, right? And I had surgery. So my dad takes me. Susan ends up coming along as well. Ginny couldn't go. So I'm there with both of my my dad and my stepdad. And on the way there, all my dad can talk about, and I'm not exaggerating, and I know you know this is true because you watched my 45. 45- yes, I did make a snap story on the day of my surgery, which we're gonna have to get to. All he can talk about is that his hamstring is tight. <laughs> He's like, Oh, my hamstring, how do I stretch my hamstring? I'm like, Dad, all you can care, all you're talking about right now is your hamstring, but I'm about to get my foot sawed into. So anyways, he gets out of the car, and he's stretching.
1: This is like, why, when I said to you I want to meet Mark, this is why I want to meet him.
0: Like, he's stretching on the way in, then I'm in the lobby, signing in, like, signing in, can go back into the operation room, get pumped full of f- drugs, and hacked into, and what's he doing? He's literally doing a toe touch behind me in the lobby. No, know, I'm trying to like lighten the mood and there's this sign that says, women of childbearing age all must take a pregnancy test or something. And my dad's like, what is this about? What is this? I'm like, oh, dad. So I'm going to go sit- sitting outside. Susan comes in, brings in her laptop. The whole family's like set up with like an internet cafe. <laughs> then all of a sudden Susan starts reading my horoscope. As I'm sure you can imagine, I'm not handling this very well that I have to be put under. Not like you. I, I know. So anyway, to go back piss in a cup, and then go in, and...
1: Like, if you have to get your foot out and tell them you're not pregnant at the same time.
0: The lady's like, is there any way you can be pregnant? I'm like, unless Christ has decided to Hell implant no. me with his second spawn, I'm pretty sure I would not be the choice. The whole thing's horrific. I'm like, oh, i have to go under, and you know you hear all these horror stories about people who, like, <laughs> are under anesthesia and, like, they happen. They never
1: come back, and they never wake and up.
0: I, like, can't handle it. So I'm sitting there, and I... So I can't stop laughing, and this lady's like, "I haven't, I haven't put an anesthesia in you yet." Like, you know that. I'm like, "No, it's not the anesthesia that's making me laugh. I just can't believe I'm here." So then I wake up. That's it. They knock you out, and then you wake up, and it's just. Bizarre. I'm, I'm imagining this would, how it would be to get roofie, like something like that. Mm. Have you, ever, have you ever been under anesthesia?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, last time I did it, i had done it a couple of times, and um, there was like all the kind of. Um, you know, like the dental assistants, like the young women in the room. And I was like,
0: hey. So <laughs> like, you, you were hitting on the... uh yeah, off my face
1: on drugs going, hey, you look... Uh, uh, and then I was like, "Just that's all I remember, just go.
0: <laughs> so you are drooling on yourself and literally trying to grope the women.
1: Probably. Like, and then I, I, I want
0: to be surprised, but I'm not. And then I just, just passed out. Your awesome. alter ego comes out when you're under the hard stuff.
1: Yeah, let start.
2: Let's make America great again. It's
0: a party in the US. I'm running for president. Episode 17, Canada Canada is...
1: Donald Trump.
0: Luke, before we get going, why don't you just tell me personally, what do you think of the Donald?
1: From, like, I'm going to, like, strip it all back to just nothing, to just, like, when you hear Donald Trump, when you see Donald Trump. Yeah. His name... <laughs> like, robust, like, the name Donald Trump just sounds very, like, vulgar and, and a bit much and in your face, you know, and then you see his look and it's very, like, extreme, he's got this kind of coiffed back hair with, you know, really bright blonde and he's just very kind of, almost like gaudy, do you know what I mean, this kind of look. So you've got a very strong visual. It, it, for me, it has been like a car crash that I can't stop watching, like, over the these past 10 months of him running his campaign. Yeah, the kind of interest that's always good for news. and It's always interesting to hear what he's saying. We're not interested in a way that's like, did he really say that? Like, wow, what's he gonna do next? It's just like rubbernecking at a car crash. You can't stop because it's each week or each day. And you know
0: what? That's a perfect analogy. It's a rubbernecking at it, and you know you shouldn't be doing it because you're giving him more airtime. You're making him more relevant, but you can't look away.
1: But then, like when it's actually become a bit more serious in the last few months, and it's like heated up and. He actually looks like a serious candidate. That's when the real fear has kind of come in that everyone's like, Alright, enough's enough. Like it was a joke, but can we can we not elect
0: this guy? Fine, I'll I'll step up to not- bat for the domestic team. The home team, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump. I mean, like it like it's just baffling. And I I just feel like the man just gets <laughs> He gets away with a lot, which is very surprising. And you know what? People like him because they're like, he says what he's thinking. I'm like, people like him because they think he's this mogul. He represents success. He represents jobs. A successful businessman. Yeah, you have some properties. You're worth a lot of money. But you have a load of business failures. But you know what? Let's just forget about all that. And let's get into his political career, shall we? So as we know, zero years of elected experience.
1: Been on the ground, yeah.
0: But you know what? He's in the he's in the game now. He he is the Republican candidate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I just want to start off by saying that on Hillary Clinton's website, if you go, she has thirty one issues that she talks about and her stance on them. Bernie Sanders has thirty three. Would you like to know how many the Donald has on his seven? seven and when you read them there's there's not really a lot of solution i will say it's it's a little bit vague if you will go to his website link which is com, he has the issues but then he has another tab called physicians which is kind yeah. of something similar instead of just reading them if you click them they're little videos so you can hear what he actually has to say so we all know his, his stance on pay for the wall but why don't you like just go ahead and click drug epidemic
2: New Hampshire has a tremendous drug epidemic. Every time I go there, people come up to me and they say, Mr. Trump, what are we gonna do? Drugs are pouring in. I'm gonna create borders. No drugs are coming in. We're gonna build a wall. You know what I'm talking about. You have confidence in me. Believe me, I will solve the problem. They will stop coming to New Hampshire. They'll stop coming to our country. And the people that are in trouble, the people that are addicted, we're gonna work with them and try and make them better. And we will make them better.
0: (laughs) Okay, now, this is a contender for President of the United States. What do you think of it? Well,
1: it's crazy, I mean, (laughs) <laughs> like, for some reason, he just uh, he just bowls in with a, a drug epidemic with no background. If there is an epidemic whatsoever, and then uh, a solution to a problem, which again we don't know if it's real or not, he just says we're just going to build a wall, keep the drugs out, as if like they're crawling into town. Well,
0: so this is kind I of a it stab said. at Mexico.
1: He's created this, like, he's plugged this ep- epidemic out of nowhere, and then his solution is to build a wall rather than tackle actual drug users. I don't understand. Well, and I think say that a lot well. of these
0: drugs are coming in from Mexico. Like, that's obviously with the yeah. wall, going to build a wall and stop the yeah. drugs, right? Yeah. But, first off, New Hampshire is not very close to Mexico. I don't know if you know New Hampshire, so it's pretty well, far. exactly,
1: I don't understand. But obviously, don't understand. there's
0: like a drug highway, that's fine. But telling exactly. us any facts. You're not giving us any solutions. You're giving us no concrete evidence. But I'm like, what about the epidemic that's happening here right now that's prescription painkillers?
1: Didn't say where he was going to build a wall as well. So maybe he's just going to build a wall around every state. Like...
0: The answer going to get walled in, actually. Yeah. Why don't you now go to political correctness? This may be my favorite.
2: I have a great education. I went to an Ivy League college. But I'm not politically correct. Because to be politically correct just takes too much time. It takes too much effort. We have to get things done in this country. And you're never going to get it done if we just stay politically correct.
1: (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Like, so again- No
0: time for political correctness. No time.
1: That's like saying, you're so busy working, I don't have time not to be racist. (laughs) Do you ever find that, Abby? Like, that you're working so hard sometimes on something that you, you forget all your morals. <laughs>
0: Look, I work so hard that I have to say fuck every other sentence. We know that. So I, this is one I definitely, this is one I definitely can understand. Sometimes in the
1: past when I've been bartending, I've not been able to stop hitting people in the face because I'm working so hard. You know, and when you and when you think to like Obama and how like graceful and uh, and you know the way he delivers great crafted videos to 27 seconds of him saying, I don't have time to be polite.
0: Um, all right, finally, why don't you can decide if you want to listen to Unifying the Nation or Jobs? Why don't you go ahead and click on Jobs? Okay. I hope you're ready for some solutions, because here they come.
2: One of the things I'm most proud about is that I create jobs. Over the years, tens of thousands of jobs for our country, and I'll do that for you. I will tell you this. And I can say it with certainty, I will be the greatest jobs producing president that God ever created. I love the subject. I love doing it. And I love helping people. And there's nothing like helping people than getting them and their family great jobs.
1: I mean, just again, it's like, imagine if, did you ever do things at school where you were given a project to be a president or like you were to be a political thing? People would ask you, Ryan, what's what's your views? And you give your answer in 30 seconds. But this guy is actually running for, for the the American clearly, office. I don't know
0: what the problem is. He clearly laid out a plan on how he's going to make more jobs.
1: Exactly, because he... And clearly. Some, he some he laid it, out a
0: very specific, detailed plan that's, about that's,
1: the, the some concise steps he's
0: going to take to get more jobs in America.
1: And one of those is because he likes creating jobs, so...
0: He loves talking about. It. Also, like you know, it's he's
1: a, a bit, businessman. It's uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's a big hook for people like Jobs. It's like, I guess these kind of business ventures. A lot of people are kind of tapping into that, thinking, thinking that he, they are gonna get Jobs out of him. I mean, I'm talking about the uh the brainwashed following.
0: I know, but this is keeping a, on an
1: unbiased I, level. Look
0: at his job; he sends them overseas. Like he gets tax breaks, he doesn't hesitate to send them overseas.
1: On the um, on the view of bias, is there anything we can say about Trump? I mean, that we, <laughs> like I don't know. Is there anything positive we can say in terms of uh, policies or or about him?
0: Okay, the one positive thing I like you know lately is he did. There's all this bathroom stuff happening here. Have you heard about that, like with transgenders? Mm-hmm. And he yeah. did say that um, Caitlyn Jenner could use whichever bathroom she felt more comfortable in.
1: So yeah. So apart from that, it's an interesting road ahead, and all we can do is cover it.
0: <laughs> all we can do is uh, stand by and cover it. Take the it. highway. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hold on to your hats, and we are covering Donald J. Trump. Unfortunately, and as fate would have it, this is the one week I can't walk, so I'm unable to interview people. Instead, I am going under the microscope for a little game brought to you by BuzzFeed. Who said it? Donald Trump or Kanye West? I have never seen a thin person drinking diet... Coke. Donald Trump. I've heard that before. Donald Trump. That's correct. I'm feeling great. I can tell this is going to be a game I enjoy.
3: Also, for anyone that has money, they know the first rule is to use other people's money.
0: Donald Trump?
3: It was Kanye.
0: Damn it! Nothing. This is a phenomenal game.
3: We want to innovate, and we will win someday.
0: I think the easy answer is Trump here, but I feel like it might be Kanye West.
3: What's your final answer?
0: Oh, pull it bins. Trump.
3: It was Kanye.
0: Damn it! Damn it! I knew it!
3: The doors may be heavier, but I promise you we will break them. Trump. It was Kanye.
0: God damn it! I thought this was about his wall because, you know, they're going to say they're going to make the the fucking doors in the wall. Beautiful golden doors.
3: My Twitter has become so powerful. Trump. That I can actually. Trump,
0: 100%.
3: Make my enemies tell the truth. Trump. It was Trump. I know, thank you. Now this one's easy. Sorry, losers and haters, but my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Kanye. Please don't feel so stupid or insecure. It's not your fault. Kanye. It was Trump. (laughs) No. No. My IQ is one of the highest.
0: Uh, He went to Wharton School of Business at Penn, except for he started at Fordham, in case you didn't know that.
3: I am personally rich, and I can buy furs and houses for my family.
0: (laughs) It's got to be Kanye.
3: I have no interest in working with anyone who is too important or too good or too traditional to take a call at 3 a.m. Kanye. It was Kanye.
0: Okay, I'm feeling good. The ball's rolling and I'm liking it.
3: This is tweeted at Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, what the hell were you thinking when you married loser Russell Brand? Trump.
0: 100%. I know that. For Air a fact. Trump
3: is a guy who has got nothing going. A waste.
0: That's Trump. And another thing to say, fuck you, Trump, because I personally love Russell Brandon. I've had several dreams where we were dating. That's also true. Abby down.
3: It was Trump. I know. I'd like to address the false stories and noise that have been engineered by
0: the media. Trump.
3: Chelsea. Kanye. It was Kanye.
0: Damn it. I had no idea that this was going to be so difficult.
3: Sorry, there is no star on the stage tonight. Trump. It was Trump. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurs, be tough, be smart, be personable, but don't take things personally. That's good business. Trump. It is
0: Trump. That was easy.
3: Nobody can tell me where I can and can't go.
0: Trump. Please tell me that. Please, please tell me that's Trump. It was Kanye. Damn it, it would've been so much better if it was Trump.
3: I am not a fan of books.
0: Trump, please, please, please.
3: It was Kanye. Damn
0: it, Kanye, what does that even mean? Well, in the aftermath of that little spectacle, I think there's only one word that truly describes that experience, befuddling. While I'm the one who's always trying to get Luke to include some hip hop references in the show, this was just purely confusing. So this is the harsh reality of what American politics have finally come to. I guess, like, uh... I'm pretty riled from Donald, but... What could
1: rile you further than a game of... What's that noise? All right, Abby. Are your ears ready?
0: They are ready. They they are prepped and ready to go.
1: Right, then. Well, you should be ready to answer... This...
0: That sounds like some very thin plastic on contact. My first guess is that it sounds like, you know those Easter eggs that you like that you can put candy and shit in. Like if you picked one, like broke it apart and dropped half of it. Let me hear it again. I mean that is exactly what it sounds like. Now let me think of an object that's similar. Do it again. Like it's light enough to bounce. One more time. I'm picturing you having to you put your hand over it to stop it. Is that correct?
1: Like I say, I will not be giving any clues. This is not a visual game; it's an audio game.
0: I think I'm correct. Do it again. I know. I know you're doing it. I know you're stopping it. One more time. Okay, seriously, last time. This is the last time. It's a ping-pong ball.
1: So you're going with ping-pong ball?
0: I am. I'm going with a fucking ping-pong ball.
1: Well, I can now reveal that this week's noise was two halves of a coconut.
0: What? (laughs) Are you fucking... Let me see it. Pick up your phone and let me look at it.
1: Two coconut halves, Abby. Didn't quite get that one with the ping pong ball. Thought that would have been pretty obvious.
0: I'm going to end this with no comment. Sorry, I'm going to end this with one comment. F*** you. (laughs) You can feel free to bleep that out.